brush your face is coming straight to your ears a podcast network that's changing gears with the brand x pod and nerd well the horribly awkward pod horribly gamers as well the tavern pod Three's comedy a six pod network family www.hushyourface www.hushyourface www.hushyourface.com on this week's episode of Horribly Awkward, I get to hang out with a bunch of awesome characters. Guys, he's not here. He left ages ago. Hello? Is this thing working? Yes, I'm here. Hey, thanks for joining me, Mrs. Rutherford. Oh, hello. So nice to see you again. Yeah, hey, I- get out of the way! She's been hogging the whole thing, and the green room's getting pretty crowded here. Yeah, I know. Old people, they think they run the world. Old people? Well, I've been diagnosing what's wrong with her, and I think she has something called early onset dementia. But then again, it could be late onset. She does have a lot of wrinkles. Are you guys ready to do a podcast? Definitely! I don't know. Uh, (laughs) The rest of the room's gone quiet, so I'm going to speak on their behalf. I'll say yes. Hey, Jules. You ready to do a podcast? I'm ready to do a podcast! Let's do it! Woohoo! Hey, this is Maggie Carr from Maggie vs. Evil Dead. You can look it up on YouTube and God have mercy on your soul because you're about to listen to Sean on Horribly Awkward Podcast. Hey, what's up? This is Sissy Jones from Firewatch. I'm Delilah. I hate to tell you guys, but the rumors are not true. Sean is not horribly awkward. You've all been terribly misled. Hey, y'all, this is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel on The Walking Dead. And soon as Psycho Head, Rob Zombie's new movie, soon to be released, 31. And you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. Keep tuning in. Follow me. Hey, this is Dragonfly from Pure Gasmic Love. And you are listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. It's time to get awkward. Horribly awkward improv and action. Okay, okay, what was your name again? My name's Sean. Sean, okay, Sean. Oh, uh, wow, whoa, that's a drop. Okay, okay, yeah, well, <laughs> hey, Faith. I, hold on, let me get away from this edge. Okay, okay, what are we doing here? We have to jump that gap? We do, but wearing that, did you think you could have come in something a little more appropriate? Well, I, 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 okay, they told me I was going to be delivering packages. I didn't know I was going to be on top of the roof delivering packages. Okay, well, they might split as you do your first jump, but uh, let's just get down to it. I don't have time for this. Okay. Okay, the first one, we're going to go over, see to the left there, that skyscraper. Oh, We're going to jump along. We're going to use that carabiner, clip on, and slide down to the other end. I want you to do a somersault on the end, and then end star formation. Star formation always looks the best. Are you ready? Wait, wait, wait. That little carabiner is not going to hold me. I weigh almost 200 pounds. Well, it's just just really just kind of guiding you on the way. It's, it's your momentum in your heart that's going to get you there. Let if you don't have the heart for this job, you can't do it. Let me see. Oh, my God. That's a drop. Okay, that's a drop. Okay, that's a drop. Oh, okay, okay. Right. Um, you ready? Uh, okay, just take the tutu off and get ready. Hold on a second. This thing's tight. <clears throat> okay, we got to get this notice over there. I'm not messing around. I'm going. Are you coming or not? Okay, you go first. You go first. Oh, my gosh. Go, go first. Who'd you say? 
well, I got to make a call. I got to make a call. You, I, I don't think you're um, ready for this. But um, there's one way we can get around this. Well, you, you're not calling the boss, are you? No, no. We're going to do something a little differently. We're going to do it Faith's way. Because okay. I have faith. Oh. I'm just going to push you! Ah! Oh, I faith. guess he didn't make it. Faith! Yeah. I'm gonna fall. I'm gonna fall. Grab my fingers. I, I promise. If you get me back up there, I'll jump. I promise. I promise I will. At least you got stamina. Oh my gosh, your sticky fingers. Sweat. Sorry. I think it's strawberry jam. What did you? Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. One more chance. Okay, I'm going for it this time. I'm gonna go for this. I love cake. Just tell me there's cake on the other side. I will go get that cake. Oh, I thought you said Kate, my sister. Okay, cake. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah Cheesecake. Is Kate over there? Well, Kate's hot. Is she well, single? She might be, but I don't think for a guy like you. Okay, you ready now? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm not ready, but I'm gonna do this anyways. Okay. Three, two, one, and go! Oh my! Did you just throw up? He just threw up. A little he in my mouth, but I swallowed it. I swallowed it. I swallowed it. Okay. Now it's your you turn. Know, Come over here, meet me. Why don't you go and join the other side? I think they could use a guy like you. Are you kicking me off the crew? Yeah. Yeah, it's just not working out, Sean. I think you have other strengths, and they're mostly on the ground and stationary kind of strengths. Oh. Like, I, like I, I'd be good at a desk job? Y you could do a desk job. Let's not go far as good. That's that's a little more than we want right now. Just just get off my my wall here. <laughs> and I'll... <laughs> and scene! Yay! <gasps> hey, Normie! Give us a horribly awkward... Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Sean, dude, you're horribly awkward. Sean, I know you think this is weird, but it's not as weird as you think it is, dude. Don't do that, it's awkward. <laughs> Welcome to episode 92 of Horribly Awkward. 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 <laughs> horribly awkward. I'm not even editing that out. Stick around after the episode. I'm sure I got some bonus shenanigans I could shove in there at the very end of the podcast. Check them out. I am Sean. And thanks for asking, at least thinking about asking. And if you didn't think about ask or even ask at all, shame on you. What is your problem? Thanks for downloading the podcast. I do appreciate it. I think I said podcast, but that's cool. If you like what you hear, pass the word on to another podcast listener who may or may not even care. And if they're into weird stuff, they'll probably be into this, right? They'll probably be into my podcast. And if they're not, then don't waste your time. Forget, forget I said anything. Word of mouth is a beautiful thing, so use what your mama gave you. And I'm not talking about your booty. I have a voicemail number. If you'd like to leave me a voicemail, you can. That number is 510-600-3475. And Mr. B-Rob left me a voicemail, but it cut out, Rob. I'm sorry. I'm sure you'll listen to this. And if you, if you're, if you don't listen to this, then you're not a good fan. 
our friend Rob. So leave me another voicemail. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Sean! I'm in the car. I'm driving. I'm on my hands free device. And I want to leave you a voicemail. Because nobody left you a motherfucking voicemail in a while. As always, you can find that down below in the description. So if you're running around delivering packages, jumping from rooftop to rooftop, I know it's pretty dangerous. So you can't check the deets right now, but check it later when you get safe back to that desk job because you couldn't make it as a runner. You can also reach out to me the old-fashioned way at horriblyawkwardpodcast at gmail.com. On today's show, all of you gamers are going to recognize her from a ton of fantastic video games. She voiced Triss Marigold in Witcher, the first Witcher, Faith Connor in Mirror's Edge, Cora Harper in Mass Effect Andromeda. You guys know my Mass Effect Andromeda love. Uh, Emily in Thomas and Fr- the Thomas and Friends uh, yeah. train. Uh, those creepy, creepy trains with the creepy faces. I don't know how kids even put up with that. It's so creepy. Uh, he, he played uh, Yulia in um, in Horizon Zero Dawn. That's one of my favorite games of this year as well. Uh, she did voices in Batman Arkham VR and Arkham Knight. Lego Indi- Lego City Undercover, Quantum Break, Nino Cooney, a lot of stuff. Everybody, Jules Dion! <laughs> did I get it right? I know it's Dutch. You did. Did you prep for that? Uh, I listened to a podcast and I heard you explain it to somebody. Oh, okay. Round two. You did really well. Or I would have done it. I would have said Jong or something. Yeah, Dejongaha. When people call me at home and go, uh, yeah, may I speak to Jules Dejongaha? I say, I'm sorry, there's no one here by that name. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, what, what are you calling for? Is this about a job or is this about a bill collector? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Job yeah. people don't call me at home. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know why, but they don't. Oh, probably because I don't give them my number. No. I've got this thing. I've got this kind of curse, kind of gift that my name is actually pronounced Sean, like Sean, but it's really spelled J O N. So if anyone's calling for like a, as a is looking for money or something, they're gonna call and ask for for John. That's right? beautiful. That's a yeah. beautiful thing. You could just cut out all the people that you don't want to communicate with you. Yeah, my first name is like your last name, but without the G H. Boom. Oh my gosh, where is that from? Bah. Oh, I think it's French. I think it's like Jean. Oh, je, je, Jean. I like Jean. that. Okay. Jean, Jean, Jean. Foulard. Jean Foulard. Yeah, Jean Picard. Yeah, Foulard. <laughs> I'm so with you. Yeah, those crazy Dutch people, they still haven't learned how to speak English. So your, your last you... name is like like on, like O-N basically? Um, it means of young like Jules young people, youth, are you, are you a god? Ever youthful. How Jules is that? of the young. You're like a god. <laughs> Jules You're... of the young. That's my Viking name. Jules yeah. of the young. Yes, yes. I haven't done. I haven't done a Viking game, and what well, have I ever? I don't mm. know. Age of Conan. That was kind of that sort of spirit. But um, yeah, I can't think hardcore Viking. We need more Viking. We need more. We Viking do. Games. We need more Viking games. Yeah, we need a Wonder Woman game. I just saw the movie last night. It was really great. Oh, I just saw uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 Oh, did you, did you did you like it? I loved it. Really? Much better than the first one, too. Oh, I you're one of those. I anticipate that. I'm one of those. I liked the tighter dialogue. I liked 
um, yeah, I like the script and I like that there were a lot more freaky looking people in the background. It made me more comfortable with a raccoon talking. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like the characters. I really, really love the characters in, in the Guardians of the Galaxy universe. And I thought the jokes were really, really tight. I just didn't care for the, the story with uh, Star-Lord's dad and stuff. I, I, it just didn't click with me. Yeah, I wasn't too concerned about that. I, I liked the people. So and, you know, having Hasselhoff as his father briefly was enough to <laughs> yeah. just win me over. <laughs> who wouldn't want that? That was so random. Who, who would yeah, have called that? <laughs> yeah, I, I, they did do a lot of references to fans. So I said, thank you. I will accept that and look forward to what's coming next. Yeah, I love, so, yeah, I love Drax. Drax is just hilarious. Oh. Like, you are beautiful on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> I've, had, I've met people like that with those you know, complimentary insults. You look really good for your age. Oh, <laughs> like, what, wait, I'm like 22 when you say that. Is that because you think I'm old? or? <laughs> yeah. That's like someone telling me, you're a really good podcaster for someone who lives in Fresno. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you think, oh, okay. I was once on my way. I don't know why I was doing this. I was flying up to Leeds, a place very few people in the world would know of, but it's north in England. And I was just there for a day, just in and out, fly in, fly out. And the cab driver asked me um, how long I was going to be in Leeds. And I said, I'm only here for a couple hours and then I'm flying back. And he said, oh, that's a shame. You could really pull in Leeds. And I thought, is, is that because I can't pull anywhere else or <laughs> oh, <laughs> what, what, what does that mean? So I've never really got to the bottom of what it means to be able to pull in Leeds. Yeah, what does that mean? Pull for yeah. me would be like, if someone said, like, you could really pull in Fresno, I'm first thing I'm thinking, thinking, you're telling me I can go to the mall and just go, hey, hey, girl, you're coming home with me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you really but, pull in Fresno. But what does pulling in Leeds mean? I, <sighs> I really Leeds? haven't. Where's Leeds? Leeds is in northern England. Hmm. I don't know yeah. much about know. geography. Hmm. Complimentary insult. So I just kind of went, okay, put it in the system. Someday it'll mean something to me. So now you're in, you're over there in England. You're yeah. in the UK, but but at one point you lived like right here, like a couple miles. From I know. Uh, isn't that crazy? I lived in the San Joaquin Valley heat. Oh yeah, yeah. I know yeah. all about that. Summer, uh, 115, 113, 110, all summer. You're like ah. What is that? Well, like I mean, California has everything going on there. You know, the second hottest place of the planet, Mojave Desert. I think the San Joaquin Valley is a close second, well, a close third, I guess, if that's the second, because that place, whoa, whoa. I used to walk barefoot as a kid, and I think, how did I do that? How did I walk around the neighborhood barefoot? The The tarmac would be like molten lava, and I would walk barefoot. We'd run. I guess I'm walking is probably a bit extreme, so I'd run, but <laughs> <laughs> so I can walk on coals. I should put that on my resume. Can walk on coals. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's got to be pretty close. Yeah, it's so high. It's it's miserable. The worst is when, when when the low is like eighty five. Now that's just shit all around, right? I'll be outside working. Everyone's like, "Oh, that's that's cool. You get to work at, at night. You're working away from the heat." I'm like, "Yeah, but when a low is eighty five, and like in a truck driving, and it's it's yeah. Uh, but you know what? I did live in Texas for like two months. Uh, I did l live over there, and it's so humid. I, I had this job right down the street from this. Um, I, where were I was you near living. Houston? You must have been near the Gulf Co Coast then. Yeah, we were. I yeah. was in Port Aransas. Okay. 
So right. My dad's family's all in Houston. Every woman has frizzy hair. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> right. Can't right get there. over it. It was uh, it was it was gross. I'd walk a couple blocks to work and I'd just be damp. Your whole shirt is just damp. And I was like, okay, I kind of I kind of don't mind Fresno as much. So when I came back and it was hot, it was so dry, and uh, I had an appreciation for it a little bit. Oh, it's nice. <laughs> yeah, but no, enough about me. Let's talk about Jules. Jules, you're here. Okay. This is awesome. Uh, I'm on vacation, so I was able to get up early enough to get in a late podcast for you. Yeah, yeah. It's dinner time. I kicked the family out of the house and the dog just so I could talk to you. Because we got to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's our Friday night tradition. And it's really awesome right now. You guys are like way ahead of us, so don't tell me anything. I have not, I have not watched it. Yep. Okay. I have yeah. not watched it. I, I never got into the – I can't get into the shows where – it's, there's nothing wrong with this. It's just something that with me that doesn't work is the procedural shows kind of like there's a, there's a threat and we're going to defeat this threat within 40 minutes, 45 minutes. And then the next week it's a new threat and the next week's a new threat. I'm into like the slow burn. I want like one store. I want one like problem that takes an entire season to get through. Oh, no. I love resolution. Do you know on 24 they went to Visalia? Speaking oh, I, of long lingering problems, 24 hours, you lied to me, sucker. You lied to me. <laughs> that was a <laughs> lot longer. Um, yeah, they went to Visalia. People in the industry who knew that's where I was from were like, oh, 24 went to your homeland. I thought they were going to a tropical island and how are they going to do it in the time? But no, <laughs> the tropical island of Visalia. <laughs> yeah, that's not, definitely <laughs> yeah. not a tropical island. You know, I've never seen 24 either. I feel bad now. Oh my gosh. And now, see, you should. That's your kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like original or the new one? You watching the new one? Uh, no, I'm not watching any of them. I actually have very little time to do things that involve sitting down. So, yeah, I actually at work, I don't sit down much either. I always like to stand on the mic because then you get a full, you know, resonating. All your instrument is, is available to you, all your lung power. And you have more energy if you're standing up. So I rarely sit down. Yeah, that makes sense. When I'm driving, I feel, yeah. and, I also and then I go in. Oh, sorry. No, no. I, was, I also feel like you're getting your whole your whole body movement into uh, into your, putting that into your words would help with like character acting. Oh yeah, but you have to do it all in silence because you can't make any extraneous body noise. So I'm really good at, at dancing without moving my feet. And the problem is it's kind of spilled over into my real life. And now I'll find myself on the dance floor and I'll go, oh, my gosh, my feet aren't moving again. Because <laughs> if, if your feet are solid, you're not making any extra noise. I also wear very quiet clothes. Listen, that was me wiggling. Yeah. Did you hear any of my clothing? Very, very quiet clothing. Stealth, stealth clothing. <laughs> I wear very quiet clothes. I don't wear bracelets. I don't wear noisy earrings. And, and I won't I have like, you know, velvet jackets. You can never wear those in the studio. So do you take is – is this something that kind of kind of runs over into your everyday life? Like you just stop wearing these clothes altogether? Or, yes! or when you're not working, like I'm wearing the loudest clothes, the biggest earrings. <laughs> no, it carries over. I'm too lazy. My work clothes are my life clothes except for like my, you know, hardworking on the garden sort of stuff. Garden, yard, translation, sorry. Um, <laughs> and those Brits, they're getting to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I walk around. I hardly ever wear earrings. I bought some the other day just as an act of rebellion. Cause I thought oh, I haven't worn earrings in years. So I'm really <laughs> under accessorized <laughs> people. Would, yeah. I don't know if anyone's noticed, but that's a problem. I have. 
Yeah, that that seems. I don't know. I I think voice acting is such. It sounds like such a fun job. I, I would love to do it. I'm just not smart enough. I'm not good at reading. And when it comes to translating that into words, sometimes I can get into like characters and stuff during during the improv. That that's as far as I can go. Uh, okay. I, I'm. Yeah, reading is a crucial part. I'm I'm sorry to break that news to you. Yeah. But no, yeah, no. what a sweet job. How how could I end up actually doing something where I get to play all day long? It's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. where where did your career start uh, for for voice acting? Start start start. I went to California Institute of the Arts in Valencia, Los Angeles, and thought that that was going to catapult me, but actually I can't say that I, I I didn't learn that many skills there that I applied to my later life because they were really focused on theater and I knew I didn't want to do theater because I can't I can't do nights. I get really tired. So I wanted to do something by day and I didn't want to be traveling around all the time. So I thought I'll be in television, but it didn't even cross my mind that someone could make a career out of just voicing. So I went down to LA, did my thing but fell in love with a guy who was English, still is, and <laughs> it was. married him. He was him. English. He was very English. <laughs> he was very English. And, yeah, married him and followed him for love over to the UK and ended up forging a career here that I didn't expect, didn't even think about. I just was following my heart. And it all fell into place really nicely. Um, Celia Drummond, I'm going to give a little call out to Celia Drummond, lovely voice actor. And she was in a play with me and she just said, you know, you really should be doing voice acting. I said, I think I should really be doing some voice acting. And she held my hand, got a demo for me, boom. And it all came together. Nice. Ah, You gotta love that, right? That's, that's a, that's a beautiful story. I wish I had one of those. Yeah. Every month when I get my paycheck, I go, thank you, Celia. Well, kind of, but you know, there's part of me, even if I don't vocalize it. That I'm thanking her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I know a lot of your work, uh, especially like we were like we did the skit, uh, Mirror's Edge. You know, Faith. I, I love the Mirror's Edge games. Sadly, you weren't in Mirror's Edge too. EA, let's make this happen. Let's bring Jules back. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with you guys? They've been very nice to me, though. You know, they do employ me in other ways, so I cannot complain. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. I think I was recording Battlefront while that was finishing off. Yeah. Star Wars Battlefront, which was a, a great one because of course I've got a huge Star Wars fan in my son and myself. So it was great to be involved in something Star Warsy. I've always wanted to be in something Star Warsy. So oh, that. that's, that's, that's awesome. What, what'd you, what did you play in Battlefront? In Battlefront, I was a, um, a stormtrooper, a female stormtrooper. And I was in battle sequences, so I was shouting a lot. I actually had little special provision because I was shouting for so long. My agent wouldn't book me either side of it. Isn't that nice? <laughs> Looking after me. <laughs> yeah, so that was really good. And I, I get to play on a lot of things that I really enjoy, and I get to actually go and be part of them. So it's a bit surreal sometimes. You know, I, I think, what if I could tell the little me? who's still very, very close in there. If I could go tell little Jules that all this was going to happen, what would she do? She'd be so excited and she'd probably mess it up. So that's why you don't go back in time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you, then <laughs> yeah. You, you can't tell something, somebody something's happening. No. You might get nervous and not do it. Yeah, no, oh. no. 
or be over eager and just screw it all up. Yeah, exactly. life. Exactly. Life I am great. not taking that opportunity. If I have an, a going back in time opportunity, no. We talk a lot about, um, well, maybe you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I talk a lot with my family about what superpowers we would have beyond the superpowers I already have. And it would definitely be, uh, not be time travel for me. It would be, um, I would just like to be able to get places quickly. That would. Yeah, that would, you want flash. So you want to be the flash. Yeah. Yeah. It has less consequences. So flying, oh, you could be spotted, you could hit things. What about invisible? That one's pretty neat. Invisible, yeah, yeah. But I don't want to know what people are saying when they don't know I'm there. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you know? it's best to just not know, right? You just come in there invisible. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, that's oh. horribly awkward. Or seeing things you shouldn't see, you know? <laughs> I like I like the little <laughs> gauze that <laughs> people hold in front of their lives and protect me from the grim reality. <laughs> I'm all right with that. Sometimes Europeans will make fun of Americans with their whole, have a nice day. And I think, you know what? I would rather someone in a false attitude say, have a nice day to me, than sincerely tell me to get lost. Yeah. You know what, though? It is a, most of... Our day-to-day conversation with public people walking by, it's totally fake. Like, I could be having the worst day ever, and someone and someone's like, oh, how are you doing today? And, I, and my, my general response is good, but really inside, yeah. I'm like, I'm fucking miserable. <laughs> this is the worst day ever. But you ask, and I'm going to say good. Even, like, with friends and family, they'll call, and, like, I'll be having the worst day. I'll, I'll be depressed or whatever, and they'll, they'll call and just say, like, you know, oh, hey, Sean, how you doing? And it's like, oh, I'm doing good. And it's like, it's just, it's, it's all fake. Well, you got to ration reality, you know, because if you give people too much reality, they get overloaded and then they're like, oh, every time I talk to you, man, you're going to be such a downer. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yes. And we're all dealing with our own rubbish. So if, if we're constantly offloading it on other people, it makes it really hard to live. So I think we all kind of have to Let's do this together. Hang in there. <laughs> yeah, really. Cause I'll, hard. I'm the guy in line that you'll be checking me out and I'll be buying something. And I'm the guy who will spill all of it. Like, oh, how you doing today? Oh, well, well, my cat, he was like barfing. I took him in. It was like $400. $400 later, I bring him home. And then he barfs directly on the carpet when I take him out of his little cage thing. I had to bring him back. And they're like, oh, God, okay, I'm never asking you again, sir. Never. I, I met to- that guy on the train yesterday on the underground. He had a dog with him. I offered the dog some water, and then he told me all about how his dog had gotten bitten by a German shepherd in the park. That's okay, though. <laughs> if you're on the train, you need something. You need some entertainment. It's good to have conversation. Actually, I like that. I do. And I tend to be a magnet for conversation. I don't know why. I think I have a, I don't know, I smile at people. And in public transportation here, public transport for short, um, the typical thing to do is not make contact. You're physically in contact with these people. Oh my gosh. The other day, the <laughs> tube is absolutely packed. It's quite a warm day by British standards. And this man with one of those really big bear, be- beer bellies comes on board. There's no room for any more people, not even sticks. And he says, breathe in, breathe in. I don't have enough oxygen as it is. And now I'm going to have to breathe in to fit him. And I'm telling you, his his stomach was hard. It was like a hard, big rock, <laughs> like a nine-month pregnant woman pressed against me. The only thing I had to save myself was my handbag, which I held against certain parts of my body so he wouldn't make contact with those. It was disgusting. Uh. But 
they won't talk to each other. <laughs> so you'll be like that, pressed up against each other. But people don't make eye contact. They don't speak to each other. It's really kind of wild. Wow. That, that is the British way. Um, so I think people see in me, I, it must be the eye contact. I do. I do make eye contact and they'll go, ah. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you know the area that I'm in, Fresno, Visalia yeah. area. It's a, it's, there's no like, tra- I mean, you got public buses, but I mean, everyone drives, basically everyone drives because traffic's yeah. not even bad. Like the worst traffic is not bad. So. Yeah. There's no use for public transport. Yeah. Unless you don't have a vehicle. Like if you don't have a vehicle, you know, you obviously need to, need to take a bus somewhere, but yeah, yeah. I don't, I haven't been on a bus in, woo, since I was. Wow, it's been a it's been a long time since I've been on a bus. Okay, let's be honest though. Buses are a little bit scary, and Europeans will go to the states thinking that buses are like our equivalent of their public transportation, and they're not. Because everyone drives except those who really, really, really can't. You can you can have have <laughs> life-threatening moments at bus stations. They're usually in the scariest part of town. And yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say go by bus unless you have to. That's, that's my normal visitor information for those who are traveling to the States. Yeah, I have a, uh, I, do, I do one job in downtown Fresno and it's in an alley. So I drive my truck back in there. I got to pressure wash this this big old this big padded area where these trash cans are. There's a lot of homeless over there. And what they do is they, they go over there and they literally just take shits right on the ground. So e- I'm over there pressure washing it out. But when I'm in that alley, oh, it, it, it's a little it's a little, I get a little nervous. I mean, I do have a, a pressure washer that has like 200 degrees of water, 2000 pounds, pounds of pressure. So I mean, I can, That's I can, kind of a weapon. It, it's kind of a weapon, but it's still like it's so loud that I can, and I can't just hear someone walking up on me. But there's constantly people walking by, like you just just people up to no good. Walk obviously walking around in downtown Fresno alleys at four a.m. You know, one a.m. So you are I, such a hard man. I didn't realize this. No, well, I I I have my headphones on. And I listen to podcasts and I just pretend like life is peachy. <laughs> But you're armed. I can see you. It's kind of a Ghostbusters moment. <laughs> Don't cross the field. <laughs> you know, you can turn around. Do you have any colleagues with you? No, I'm solo. I'm solo all night. Solo sprayer. I yeah, like. I live a very solo life. It's like I live alone, I go to work alone, and then I podcast once a week. You're a hermit with like 45,000 friends. <laughs> <laughs> how does that work? <laughs> Yeah, that's how it works. That's exactly yeah, how it works. Okay. Okay. I stay okay. in my shell. It's like it's like, yeah, we can we can be friends online. I, I I'm I'm very outgoing when it comes to to meeting people on Twitter, uh, on Facebook or whatever. Like I talk to people as if I've already known you forever. The way I, I will talk yeah. to anybody, but in real life, I'm like the people that you see. I don't look people in the eye. I just kind of walked. I I just. Get in and out of stores quick. Come home, play video games, talk to awesome people like Jules. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. I live like two lives. I live two lifestyles. It, it, people listen to my podcast all the time. And go, you're super outgoing. I'm like, no, nah, dude. I, the, everyone thinks the social anxiety thing is like a, a f- fake, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. No, you really are horribly awkward. Well, I can kind of relate in that. 
as a voice artist, it's like you have a secret identity. And you know, you can be in places when people are talking about work you've done, or you could be sitting beside someone listening to you and not knowing that you are right beside them. That's hmm. so cool. Hmm. <laughs> I love that. I actually love that more than being recognized. It's really fun to just sit there and go, hee hee, I get a secret. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> I have told someone before. I sat next to this kid one time and I thought, oh, you know, I think it would make him really happy if I told him that that was me. And I didn't. He didn't believe me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, huh? It's, oh, it's... okay. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm sure. Google me. You're Cora no Harper. No one else could spell yeah. my name. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 The Cora Harper thing, there are some some challenges with that because, of course, there are scenes where you can get to know Cora very well. And I started thinking about that the other day. And I thought, what about people I know who play that? Now, that's awkward. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Okay. When, I, when I was talking to Danielle Rain about because she's playing through the game as as the male uh, yeah. uh writer and she's trying to romance her own character and it's so funny that's so that's hilarious yeah i've done cartoons where i had to be myself and my love interest really well yeah. what cartoon and no it's not thomas thomas the train <laughs> no 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 love interest in thomas how do no, they make trains though how do they make train babies <laughs> you know they've never told us <laughs> i just they come out of the sh- the shed and that's it they <laughs> And they all seem to come out of the shed full grown. They have to get C-sections from the sheds? They have to break the lock open? They must. They must. They do that after hours. They don't tell the rest of us trains anything about that. Those trains, though, I'm serious. They are so (laughs) creepy. Like the the facial expressions and the way they look around. I don't know. When when did that start? I think it's a dream come true. It was written by Reverend Audrey way back, way back. When did he write that? I'm guessing, ooh, 1950s is my guess. Yeah. And he wrote these, I believe, for his own children. And the the stories, oh, my gosh, they're so endearing. They kind of remind me of a male version of Beatrix Potter because you know how those Peter Rabbit stories, they're definitely meant to be read to a child. They're Mm -hmm. not written in childish language. A, a child who could read those would be an advanced reader. They're meant to read to your little ones. And that's a really sweet connection. And Thomas, the the original stories from Thomas are the same way. They've got that, that storyteller uh, to the child that is really precious. So that is where they came from. And the faces on the trains, I believe Reverend Audrey drew those pictures. So it's all his fault. <laughs> And it's been, I mean, it's been going on forever. So I've been in Thomas for like over a decade, I think. Oh, that's a solid job right there. Yeah, looking at yeah. your IMD, it's like Thomas and Friends, uh, colon something. And then it's like Thomas and Friends, Tom, it's, like, it's all over the place. I'm like, wait a minute, is this just like no, a bunch I, of different stuff? And time-wise, I mean, if you look at my year, I don't spend that much more time with Thomas, but it's really high profile and they're very good at getting it out there. There's a, a huge fan base. So that's really good. I'm, I'm working on some funny, funny shows. Did you look up any of the shows I'm working on? Now I'm putting you on the spot. Did you, did you look me up? Did you, did you? I looked, uh, <laughs> you mean stuff that's not out yet? No. Um, things like my night and me on boomerang. Oh my gosh. You got to see that. I have very this written down right here. It says, this is what I have written down. It says, it says cartoon work. And then I have flugels, Thomas yep, and flugels. friends. 
My Night and Me and Invisible. It, Invisimals, right? Invisibles. Yeah. On Netflix, there's um, Wakfu as well. Wakfu. <gasps> oh, that one's cool. Really cool. And actually, I, pl- I play two of the leads in that. I play Hugo, who is the hero. And, well, it's a group of heroes, but he's, he's kind of the one who's the most gifted. And Evangeline, who he kind of at points has had a crush on. So those were moments of me kind of having a crush on myself. But he moved on. <laughs> he, mo- he moved on to another character very quickly. And Wakfu? Wakfu. That sounds yeah. like someone sneezes, Wakfu! Wakfu! <laughs> it's those French people. Oh, they like to do, you know, Jean, you've got it. You're there. Jean, yeah, I can be in Wakfu. Hey, I'm Jean. I'm Jean Fuller. Really cool. It's one of those series. I actually cried while I was recording it. Oh. I know. I won't tell you why, but there's, (gasps) it genuinely affected me. But I say that even when I'm doing, I mean, flugels, oh, they're little aliens who come to earth and the aliens are, are CG, but the world is the real world. It's live action with these little characters in it. And they're only like two inches tall. (gasps) They're so yummy. I want to eat them. But, um, if even when I'm being, an alien researcher that's two inches tall, if it doesn't feel real to me, then I feel like I'm not doing it right. So I do get affected by the work that I do. And that's also why if I go in for an audition or I find out that a job is really um, sinister and I think, oh, I'm going to feel awful after this, either my, my character is I mean, I like playing baddies. They're the most fun, actually. Yeah. But yeah. if the overall arc of it is really, really negative, and and there is no resolution, and there there aren't any good guys, and uh, I'll I'll turn a lot of work like that down because it really does affect me. I walk away if I'm doing my job right. I should feel it, at least for a little while. Yeah, because you did you did um, Christina Bell in Batman Arkham Knight, which was yeah, a bad, she was a baddie. Like she was. Oh man, was she like all obsessed with the Joker? Because I know she had like the green hair and the makeup, and yeah, she had a bit of Joker's blood. That was so fun, and I desperately, desperately thought I was going to meet the voice of the Joker himself, um, <laughs> because Star Wars was being filmed at the same time, and he would come to the studio, and I would like miss him each time. Um, so we, we didn't cross paths, but she's infected with Joker's blood and then has to, and then behaves like him. She's the one of all of them who gets infected by the blood, who acts the most like Joker. She was wonderful to play. Oh, physically very, very hard. I do my own stunts. (laughs) I I like, I like, uh, the Batman games. So much fun. So dark. I love that DC dark universe that twisted villains is is so much yeah the complication of batman is really attractive i I, yeah i really like that you're always torn just a little bit Ooh, you know how good is he (laughs) i love that yeah yeah batman's like destroying the whole city but he got that one guy i know that made it (laughs) worthwhile and then of course have you done the vr I haven't done the VR. You know, I haven't even gotten a chance to do VR at all, and I really want to, but I don't. I I don't feel. I feel like it's something I'll drop five hundred dollars on, play a couple games, and it'll be sitting there for a while. So I'm waiting for like a like a good lineup of stuff where it'll be worth me dropping that much money on it. 
well, why don't you just ask those 45,000 people who listen to you that, that if any of them are in Fresno, they can invite you over and play on their machine. I wish I had 45,000 <laughs> listeners. 45,000! <laughs> I, I want to. Oh, then I got to go put my, my head in somebody else's sweaty VR thing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm yeah. sure you checked it out, right? What What did you do in the Batman VR? Were you the the voice I, of the robot? I'm check? the back computer. Yeah. So I tell you how to do everything, and I'm Vicky Vale. Um, so I report on everything. But the the back computer bit is the bit that I love the most for that part because with the VR, it's she's the one who's telling you, you know, how you you put it all on and how you become the Batman. Awesome. I heard I mean, that thing yeah. is really awesome. It's very oh. short, but it's just just like you're actually there in the Batcave. Yes. Yes. You have jumped into that world and it is overwhelming because it is so detailed. You can, I mean, looking around and you can see things flying and oh, it, it's really disorienting when you, <laughs> when you take the headset off. <laughs> think I'm standing here. Really? <laughs> Yeah, I highly recommend it. Find a friend, play yeah, his game. I do. I know they do it's like worth demos. The, you know, exchanging sweat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bring your own wet wipes. They do eat. demos at like Best Buy and stuff. I just mm-hmm. never end up going. the 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 one problem I think I might have with it is I have a um I have one nearsighted eye and one farsighted eye. It's very straining on something that would be that close to my face. I wonder if I, I it would just give me a headache. Oh, yeah. You might have to wear special glasses for that. Yeah, I mean, I have glasses, but yeah, how, how well are glasses going to work as something that close to my face? And it, will it feel comfortable with glasses? I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Will I leave well, my I apartment ever? I have, <laughs> I have cheekbones that stick out really far, but <laughs> my <laughs> glasses kind of sit in a weird way on me, and then my eyelashes hit the glass mine do too <laughs> my eyelashes touch my, the glass i got long okay. eyelashes okay yeah it's a really uncomfortable thing so i always have to kind of extend them out but oh well <laughs> first world problems yeah first world yeah oh yeah you're finding yeah. your eyeglass your eyelashes touch your glasses yeah it's annoying it's like it's it's yeah but there's a lot of things that annoy me we won't go through all the things that annoy me <laughs> yeah we'll That's be here all day one of many yeah, I have this little thing inside the eye, one of my eyelids. It looks like a little pimple, but it's been there since I was a kid. It's just, it's just always there. So I tried getting contacts one time, and uh, it's just every time my eye moves, it rubs against that thing. So it was oh. like, it was like having an eyelash in your eye like a whole time. So I went out out into the parking lot and I started freaking out trying to get. It was the first time with contacts, and I'm like trying to get it out, and I forgot what they told me, and since I was stressed out, so I'm like poking at my eye. My eye, my eye is like bloodshot red. I go back into the place, and I'm like, I, I, you guys, I have my sunglasses on. I'm like, I've been trying to get this thing out. It's really, really bugging me. And so they had to take me to the other room and like remind me how to take, take contacts out. And once they told me how to do it again, it's like, oh, that was easy. <laughs> And did, could you ever wear them again? Or no, did you, I can't. I, that little uh-huh. thing in there is just—it's just like a constant. It's, yeah, it just feels really bad. It feels like exactly like when you have an eyelash stuck in your bottom like thing, and it just kind of burns and it stings, and you can't get it out. Now I can feel bad about complaining about the flappy eyelashes against the glasses. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. I just, I just uh, now I just do glasses, which glasses are from to me are pain in the ass. Ah, they're cool. 
What an accessory. Yeah, they can, they've come full circle. Like when you when I was a kid, it was nerdy to have glasses. Now it's hot to have glasses. Oh, people wear ones with plain glass and no glass at all. Not joke. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, they sell ones just to look like you're wearing glasses. Wow. Like, okay. like the, the guy on uh, Ghostbusters. Did you see the Ghostbusters uh, reboot? No, no. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Chris Hemingsworth. He has glasses, but they have no lenses. He goes to scratch his eye like through the glass. He's like, <laughs> it, it, a lot of people didn't like that movie. I thought it was funny. You're talking about the woman one. Yeah. Well, yeah. Kristen Wiig's my crush, so I am. I'll watch whatever she does. I love them, and I am all for powerful women. I so can't wait till I watch Wonder Woman. But I just have such a love for the original Ghostbusters. I can't mess with that memory. So mm. I, there's sometimes when I just go, no, I'm sorry. That is sacred and precious, and I can't, I can't touch it. Mm, I get it. I totally get it. <laughs> I totally get it. I liked it. And Wonder Woman was great. I saw, saw it last night. Since I was on vacation, I got to go to a, the early, like, Thursday night, 7 <gasps> o'clock showing. I was so stoked that I just got to go because I didn't have to work. And I, I liked it. I thought it was a, a good movie. I, and I think Gal Gadot, she did a great job as Wonder Woman. I never for once doubted it. And great cast, Chris Pine. There's this girl in there who plays uh, Dr. Poison. I thought she was really just adorably creepy. Like, I, I really like her. I want to get her on the podcast. Somebody make this happen. Okay. <laughs> Next time I meet her, I'll let you know. <laughs> her name is... <laughs> Uh, what is her name? Her name. You probably is... tell me. I'll go. That's my next door neighbor. <laughs> ah! I, I tweeted this out last night. I'll find it right now. Okay. Her name is Elena Anaya. Okay, Elena Anaya. Where are you? Yeah, she's not on Twitter. I couldn't find like a. I've seen. I found a bunch of fake Twitter. Uh, Twitter yeah. handles or whatever. Yeah, I've only been on Twitter for like five minutes because, yeah, <laughs> I can relate to her. I just, I'm not very good at stuff like that. I have as no life, so I'm very good at, at it. my tweets, they're, sorry, they're what I'm thinking and it's not always what the world wants to hear. Uh, who cares? But- <laughs> just be yourself. That's all that matters. I love people's Twitter accounts that are like people being themselves, posting, you know, it's not like, hey, check it out. I'm promoting this thing I did. It's like, here's me. Here's a picture of my dog. Here's uh, here's a hole in my sock. This is awesome. I'm all about that. I won't wear holy socks. Well, I didn't. Uh, do, you, do you have a dog? <laughs> I'm I, sorry. That's a step too far. There's a point in my life when I thought, I'll eat burnt toast by scraping it off, but I won't eat a holy sock. <laughs> I don't even. I, I like burnt toast, so leave leave the, <laughs> leave, the, leave the black on there. Where the holy socks is? Yeah, that's annoying. Or you can switch it yeah. to your other side, so it's on your pinky side. You don't feel it. No, I won't go that far. <laughs> I used to sew them up. Isn't that awful? I'm so spoiled now, I just throw them away. I used to used to make them into Barbie dresses when I was a kid. Oh, They'd awesome. be like an evening gown. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome and disgusting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd wash them first. I, um, so. I can't remember where I was, but I, had, there, I was somewhere where we needed to take my shoes off. I can't remember where it was, but I had a hole in my sock and it was... <laughs> It was really embarrassing. See? See, that's that's like the underwear in the hospital thing. Always wear clean underwear. Always wear hole-free socks. You never know when you're going to be de-shod and you're going to have to reveal it. I'm always nervous of that in the winter because I don't paint my toenails in the winter. And I always think if I had to reveal my toenails for any reason, the entire facade would be shattered. Oh, People would know the truth. The world would be over. <gasps> yeah. 
Jules's toenails aren't painted. <laughs> <laughs> Worse still, her legs are not shaven, but I hardly grow any hair, so it's not very... I'm like part of this strange breed of hairless Portuguese. I don't know where we came from. Oh, I'm Portuguese. Are you? Well, my grandma's full-blooded Portuguese, so I'm... Oh my gosh, my, my grandma was, she's dead now, full-blooded Portuguese from the Azores. So, Serpas. I don't know. So whatever that makes me, a quarter Portuguese? Gosh, I, yeah. yeah, I'm a quarter Portuguese. Look at that. We're almost related. We are related. And we came from the same area, but not yeah. really because I'm actually from the Bay Area. So I just lied. Yeah, that's all right. I was born in L.A. But then they took me back. They didn't think that was a place to raise children. <laughs> and what did I do? As soon as I was old enough, I went straight back to L.A. <laughs> L.A.'s fun. LA. Yeah, but I mean, it's got to be like nice over there. I don't know much about the UK as far as weather and stuff, but it seems like everybody I meet that's from the UK, like I've had a a, a couple of actors and voice actors from from England, uh, any 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 of that area over there, and it seems like every everyone I met is super positive and just happy. I don't I don't get it. They're probably happy because they're visiting you in California. No, I mean, not, not, not visiting, though. Whenever I do, like, I just have people I follow, too, on Twitter. And it's always about positive, positive stuff. And over in America, we're like, bah, humbug. <laughs> well, I love British people. I love being American, but I definitely love my adopted family, too. The, the weather, I mean, kind of harping back two points, is, is variable. It's kind of like... I tell people when they come to visit, if any of you are coming to visit me, um, pack for San Francisco. So you need layers because it could be, you could be barbecuing at Easter, which we did this year, whole turkey breast, turkey the size of horses. I'm not joking. <laughs> A whole turkey breast. We had 13 people, one turkey breast. We had two, but we only went through one. That's incredible. Wow. Or it could be snowing at Easter. So you just don't know. Variable. I've never seen it, snow in person. You have got to be kidding. I've never once seen oh snow. Oh my gosh. In Get person. in your car, go up to the mountains. They're there and there's snow in them right now. Right now. Not in June. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They were skiing. They thought they were gonna ski year round this year at Tahoe. Check it out. <laughs> I'm not joking. My dad lives near Tahoe, and they said the snow has been incredible. Wow. Nice. Yeah. yeah I've snow. never been. I'm going to go by myself. Oh my I'm not going to get it. No, I'm done. I'm scared. You have got to go and see the snow. It's so easy. I mean, that's the beauty of California. You can just get in your car and get just about any landscape on the planet within, you know, a couple hours. Yeah. So, yeah. Go to the snow. Well, then, then I don't have the story. I can't tell anybody that I've never seen snow, and it's kind of cool. <laughs> I'm totally emo. Like I never seen snow. I don't like stuff. I don't like it. It's bright. It's white. It's cold. And if yeah. I've seen it, then I can't say that no more. Then I'm okay. Jules, I'm, I'm done. Okay. My, my whole thing is done. My done. I just can't. I don't want to erode your depth of character. So we'll we'll leave the snow in your mystery box. Shout out to the <laughs> snowy mountains, Jules. Let's do some shout outs real quick. Okay. Let's do some shout out. Woo! Shout out! Yeah. It's party time, people. I'm gonna shout, shout it out. Tell my friends what it's all about. Making love in the streets in between the sheets. Gonna shout them homies out. 
It's a horribly awkward podcast. It's a shout out segment of the show. So shout out the people you know. Let's make love grow on the horribly awkward show. Big shout out to Alex Esso. Alex, you're wonderful. Everyone, uh, Listen to last week's episode. It was fun. And, you know, thanks for hanging out for two and a half hours. That was a long podcast. Jules, don't worry. We're not going to do two and a half hours right now. Uh, <laughs> we have to eat eventually. <laughs> so, big shout out to Alex. Uh, everyone, check out uh, if you guys haven't seen Starry Eyes and you're into creepy, dark, messed up horror movies, watch Starry Eyes. It's on Netflix. Uh, everyone, shout out everyone, not everyone, but also big shout out to Mr. B Rob from the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. I wish I had Rob's voice. I'm gonna do the rest of the shout outs in Rob's voice. <laughs> big shout out to Rob from from Random Ramblings with Rob. He's also on the Hush Your Face family. Also, big shout out to Tedekin from the Zombie Cast, and also the creator of the Zombie Kids cartoon. So go ahead, hop on over to to YouTube and check out my buddies. Mom, I, I lost it. I, I was, that was a weird Rob. Uh, yeah, check out. If you haven't seen Combat Kids, watch it. Ted is a is an awesome artist, and he created the whole thing. It's like it's a thirty minute cartoon of little children murdering each other. It's uh, <laughs> it's fantastic. It's like he yeah, Jules. It's it's um it's like South Park kind of art, but it's it's okay. about the Mortal Kombat. So it's it's kids at Mortal Kombat kids as kids murdering each other. Right. It's awesome. Yeah. And he created, he gets like friends and stuff to do the voices, but he does the whole thing to him for whole thing by himself. So it takes like a while. It takes, it takes a couple of years just to put out a 30 minute cartoon, but it's such a, such a great thing. It, it's pretty awesome. Also big shout out to Scott, Robbie and Josh from the gaming outsider for having me on their podcast this week. And that episode is out episode 147. So check them out. And also Big shout out to, I've been making a lot of meatloafs lately. I don't know. I've been making, trying to make strange things with meatloafs. I made a taco meatloaf, which was really good. And I made a Western bacon burger meatloaf. That was okay, also Okay, you're good. grossing me out. Mm, mm, mm. Just, <laughs> it's just take out the, take out the, the meatloaf seasoning and use taco seasoning instead and, and put olives in there and some cheese okay. and put salsa instead of tomato sauce. It's really good. Okay, okay, you won me over. All right. Talk yeah. Me. I, won, I got won the approval. Jules, what do you want to give us some shout outs to? Okay, shouting out. Oh, I want to shout out to my fellow cast members on Mass Effect because they are just so awesome. Frida Wolf, uh, Tom Taylorson. I want to say thank you so much for making it such a great experience and acting off of them was brilliant. Tom Parker um, hates me. I'd probably want to say the same to <laughs> who else? I guess to my Flugels, Flugels family. I love you guys. My Knight and me, love you guys. Can't wait to come back again. I love second series. Wow. You get to know the characters and then you get more. Yay. So <laughs> that's really a good one. And if we're doing a food shout out, shout out that would be Grandma's Carrot Cake. Oh, yes. Carrot Cake. is so good. I love carrot cake, especially with the cream cheese frosting. Yes, carrot cake is so good, and it sounds like it would be disgusting. <laughs> yeah, though, I love, I love giving Brits vegetables in sweet things. You know, zucchini bread, they don't even know what zucchini is. Oh, I don't know what zucchini bread is, but I like <gasps> zucchini. Oh, my gosh. I am taking you to the snow and baking you zucchini bread. Yes, come do that. Putting it down. Okay. Next in town, 
zucchini bread and snow. Yes, so bring me some zucchini bread and we'll go up to the snow and eat it. Okay, okay. Yeah, we can do that. You can eat zucchini bread anywhere. But I, li- I like to bake and I like to take it to studios like Side. Can I shout out to Side? You Side shout Studios to anybody London, you want. I love you. Yeah, they're very, very nice. That's where we did Mass Effect. And a lot of other games, they're, they're very talented people. And uh, yeah, I took them zucchini bread. And so they good. call zucchini courgettes. Courgettes. Sided with the old Frenchies on that one and uh, ignored the Italian word. So they call them courgettes. And they can't imagine them tasting good. But, of course, it's like carrot cake. It's yum. Next Moist. time I go to this grocery store, I'm going to ask, like, can you please direct me to your courgette, please? <laughs> and an aubergine. Ask and an aubergine. Yeah. Aubergine. Eggplant aubergine. Eggplant. Eggplant. Eggplant and zucchini taste really close. You think? I think Aubergine so. and courgette taste the same? No. Mm, close. They're pretty close. They're just different. They colors. might be friends, but they're not like <laughs> <laughs> related. Zucchini bread sounds good. It sounds so good. You got to go there. Yeah. I'll I'd... send you a recipe. I'm putting. Oh, I mean, yeah. me. quick breads like that are really easy. I saw your kitchen. You could do a quick bread. Sean Zucchini Bread. You aren't the first one. Jean Zucchini Bread. Yes. Okay. Say Jean the Zucchini Bread the recipe. <laughs> I want to make it. You must bake it, and then you can give me a Zucchini Bread shout out. Zucchini Bread shout out. Now I sound like a, <laughs> now I sound like I'm Russian. Zucchini Bread shout out. I think that was kind of going German. German Zucchini yeah. Bread shout out. <laughs> I got the shout out. <laughs> or Borat? I don't know. Oh, no. Bruno. Like, oh, wait. Oh, what is that? What's up? It's Bruno. <laughs> My <Yeah>. wife. <laughs> yeah. I don't movies. know how he maintains that. It's crazy. It's really tricky. It's so crazy. Like, you don't even know it's Sasha, Sasha Baron Cohen. Like, he, he just disappears into this character, and you're like, I don't see it. I know that's him because you told me it was, but I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's good. He's really good. Yeah, and isn't his brother like some serious guy? Is he a politician or something? Ah, that I don't know. I, don't I know. think he is, which must be kind of funny. It, I don't you know. Say, you sound like a stalker right now. You know about Who brothers and stuff. Who are they more stuff? proud of? <laughs> <laughs> oh, In yeah. the family. Who gets the, you know, the biggest slice of zucchini bread? Probably none of them because they live here and they don't do zucchini bread. But they should. Oh, yeah. You gave, people do zucchini bread. You gave a shout out to Tom. He probably hates me because uh, I got him for um, my, my buddies with the Horrible Gamers podcast. Big shout out to them as well. We did a little Mass Effect Andromeda special. Um, and and uh, I kept calling Tom Scott. Like over and over, I kept calling him <laughs> Scott. Like a, and, and, and we laugh about it. And I go, okay, I'll fix this. And I, I call him Scott again. And it, it got to the point where it was so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't actually mind if people call. But, I mean, what name are they going to call me? But they, they could. I wouldn't mind. I'm sure he forgave you. There's worse sins. Forgetting that he exists or who he ever played would probably more, be more embarrassing. So. What is your favorite project that you've worked on? Favorite? Yeah. Oh, right, well, let's, 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 let's make this. Who is your favorite character that you've pro, pro, mm-hmm. portrayed? 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 I got my words. Portrayed. I portrayed a lot of characters. 
Um, I'm a fickle pickle, so it really depends on which side I got out of the bed. I love that I get this balance between drama and comedy, so I'm really grateful for that. And I like when I get to run wild. <laughs> when directors will kind of go, here it is, fly, be free. And um, yeah, like, oh, favorites. I don't know. I can't narrow that down. That's that's <laughs> too that's too hard. Yeah, we were talking about Mirror's Edge earlier on. What I loved about working on Mirror's Edge is they were really quite radical with their. I mean, Rihanna Pratchett wrote it, and um, she's outstanding in any form. But th the whole concept of how they approached the recording was completely different to other games I'd been on. They did a lot of ensemble work, so we would be in the room together with other actors bouncing off them, which was really nice. And they wanted everything to be really, really genuine. So they'd say things like, okay, run in place, now do it. And I think, I spend my whole life learning how to make this noise without running in place. And you want me to run in place? <laughs> but um, they were very hands-on. It was, it was great, the, the dedication. I love that, the commitment to perfection. That's why yeah. I like recording things. I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Yeah, so I'm well, I watched in your uh, edit that I, you, you know, make you I'm expecting perfect. great things. Perfect. You sound That's perfect, it. Jules. You're so <laughs> much fun, honestly. You're just like happy <gasps> okay. and you're so easy to talk to. You know, not every guest I have is like super easy to talk to. I mean, no one's hard to talk to, but some some conversations do take a little more work. Like I have to talk a little more to get things out. And some of them just flow like this. I could, you know, it just it doesn't take any work. Oh, that's so nice. Now, 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 I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I, I don't know how to accept compliments to you. I'm like, uh, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, my buddy B Rob from Random Ramblings with Rob. He was in the military, but when people say thank you for your service, he doesn't know how. He's like, he's I always listen to him on his podcast. He's like, yeah, um, thank you. And I'm never sure what to say about that. But yeah. that's how I feel about all compliments. Yeah, I do too. I love them, but there there is an element of what do I do now? <laughs> so that's what it's kind of nice to get written compliments. Then I mean that's one thing about Twitter that I've I've come to enjoy. People are so nice. I thought people would say mean things, but they're not. People are so nice. They really are very encouraging, and it's nice if you're having a a slow day to to open it up and look at people saying lovely jubbly things. Even though, I know I've said this before, but my brother made fun of my Twitter account because it's Jules Voices, which I thought was a good, you know, play on what I do. Yeah, I like Jules it. Jules Voices and my, my website's Jules Voice. I couldn't get Jules Voice on Twitter, so, you know. And no one can say to Young, you, pr you had to practice. You were probably there for hours practicing before you could actually say my surname. So I, I wanted to exclude that, make it easy for people. But my brother said it sounded like I had mental health issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would make for a great video game. Just As if I was hearing, actually, um, uh, oh, can I tell you? You tell me anything. Oh, tell, I, tell me, tell me. I don't think I can. Tell me, tell me. Ah, I just did a, NDAs? a game. I don't think it's released yet, but it does have things where the player will be wondering whether it's them losing their faculties or not. Fascinating. Uh, Watch this space. I'm not recording. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't never never cross a line. You never know. Never. You never know. Yeah. No, they always make me sign these NDAs, non-disclosure agreements with every game. Sometimes even before I go in for the audition. Actually, usually before I go in for the audition. And I think they really have this expectation that I'm going to remember what I did. <laughs> and I don't usually. <laughs> so, are you in the- so I'm the perfect voiceover artist to have in on a game because I really can't remember what I did. I need to know, are you in the new Battlefront game? The, the new one that's been released? The new one that's coming out this year. I can tell you that I, I was in two Battlefronts ago. So I wasn't in the one that was just released. I was in the one that was released before that. I lose track. Well, there's, there's a new one coming out this fall, and then there was one that came out two years ago. Oh. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm in, I, yeah, I only know what I'm, what is on the shelves, and uh, I can't remember, what do they call it? What is that Battlefront yeah, it's, called? It's, called Battle, it's just called Battlefront. It's just called Battlefront, yeah. isn't it? Star Wars Battlefront. Okay. <laughs> so they got Star Wars Battlefront 2. You're making me nervous now, oh. not knowing what, who I am or what I do. I have to look myself up sometimes. People think I'm doing it for my <laughs> ego, but I think, what was that I was on? Who was I with? I know. Isn't that awful? Well, every day is different. Every day is different. And I mean, I, I work quite a few days a week, so my weeks are just blurs of different jobs all melded together. And How, how well do you know your voices? Can you... Can you- can I just can I name one and you just do it, or do you need to practice some. it? Okay, some. Let's let's do Cora. Um, well, Cora's almost me. Yeah, Cora's almost close. me. She's just staying a little sterner because she's got, well, she's got a background that's not harder than mine, but she just took it harder, and she's got business to do, so she's going to do it. So yeah, she's. It's all about attitude with Cora. Now let's go to your your train, Thomas the train, uh, Emily. <laughs> Emily is a very useful engine, and she makes sure that she gets there on time because Sodor has a schedule. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> uh, let's, let's hear your, your uh, Batman Arkham VR bat machine thing. Oh, they met, well, they do some stuff over the top of it. Oh, they do uh, some, so, uh, yeah, some. Yeah, um, I would say, um, you have entered the Batcave. Please press button one to achieve your gauntlets. That kind of thing. But then they do stuff to it. Yeah, yeah. The special bike. Oh, here you go. Christina Bell. Christina Bell. Um, oh, what would she say? She would say something like Batman. Uh, I don't even know what she'd say now. What's a Joker line? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hold up. We can bats, look, we can look bats, this up. Bats, you're getting all over me. Just like I like it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, she had that love hate thing with Batman, just like Joker does. Let's see. And let's get one. Let's get something from My Night and Me. My Night and Me. Uh, I'm Squire Jimmy, and my job is to make sure that I keep the kingdom safe. Although I'm a little unconventional, probably because my dad is. He plays the mandolin. <laughs> That's. Are, is, is it a boy's voice? Yeah. Wow, you sound like a, like a little boy. That's so awesome. <laughs> I am a little boy. See, no one would ever cast me like that if they saw me. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> I got to hear that again. Let's hear that again. Let's hear, uh, say something about this podcast, how it's going terrible. The Horribly Awkward Podcast is aptly named because it is going horribly awkward. 
<laughs> that's so good. I like it. That's fantastic. Yeah, I, that's good fun. I feel I, like I got to hear more. What other voice you got? <laughs> Let's hear your flug- flugel's voice. Um, well, Flo Flugel. Flo Flugel is a scientist, and she's just making sure that everything works properly. You have to have everything in the right place because that's really important. That's <laughs> so I, good. I love doing old people. Old women, especially English old women, are particularly fantastic for me because I, I they have a lot of um, character. Oh, I'm into older women. You yeah, are very you're into older cute. women. There you go. <laughs> you could pull in leads. Actually, you'd you'd pull more like in the New Forest, but um, yeah, <laughs> a lot right, of old let's, women. Let's do a little improv skit. I want to I want to try to get this old lady to go on a date with me. Okay. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Rutherford. Uh, I brought your paper today. Hello, Sean. You're looking you're looking fine in those shorts. Oh, wow! Thank you, Mrs. Rutherford. Uh, I'm wow. Well, that's a that's a that's a very nice tip. Ten dollars, really? Your paper's only a dollar twenty-five. Oh, did I did I overpay you? Well, keep the change. It's 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 all in a day's work. <laughs> Would you like some tea? Well. Uh, the reason I'm here today, other than the paper, of course, is I, I was wondering if, like, because I know that Mr. Rutherford died a couple years ago. Are, are you, like, willing to jump back on the bandwagon? I was on the bandwagon in 1942, and it went very quickly, and I fell off, and I'm never going on it again. Oh, but you should at least give it a chance, Mrs. Rutherford. I don't go on any sort of wagon, only things like motor cars. <laughs> it's, it's, I feel like I'm really talking to like an older lady. That's so good. I'm sweating. Yeah, I love old people. I was getting nervous. She was going to take me on a date. I, I don't know if I could. <laughs> yeah, you were going to hit on me, and instead she was a little more proactive. Yeah. And she got a little confused. Remind me of the, the, you ever watch a family guy? The Yeah. The, <laughs> Reach into my pocket and get yourself a fat tip. Get yourself a, yeah, would you like a sweet? Jules, <laughs> <laughs> you're so fun. We can just do this all day. We can. Oh. My day's running out. Yes. 717. Okay, so nice. let's go. Th- I got a couple of random questions here. Okay, we'll random go th- questions. We'll go through these and then we'll do the wrap up. It's the random question round. I'm ready. Sort of random. First off, who is your celebrity crush, Jules? Oh, like my first one ever? Or just right now. Who is that? I just got to be a guy. It's got, or a woman. Or a dog. I mean, <laughs> I mean, bingo. Your celebrity crush. Um, oh, I do have a thing for Iron Man. Yes. Yeah. 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 <sighs> do you remember when uh, Robert Downey had the, he was going through those hard times and like nobody liked him? He was just an asshole yeah, on drugs like, and drugs and alcohol. Don't do drugs, kids. And he made yeah. a comeback. Like he went from like everyone hating him to like he's the man now. I know. I think he made a very good choice in Iron Man in particular. I think that put him back on the catapult to success again. And he proved himself worthy. Yeah, so, Iron Man, yeah. the first one is probably one of my favorite of the Marvel films. Yeah. Oh yeah. I saw that in the one pound cinema in Leicester Square. Then, yeah, that the one only pound means, cinema, the one pound cinema. They did like in the afternoon, they would run this one pound cinema and I had a huge gap between jobs and I thought, ah, I'll go see Iron Man. 
I went, oh my gosh, I've seen Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was so good. Wasn't it awesome? Yeah, so I have a little crush on Iron Man. All right. Secondly, if you could time travel to any place in time, you can go forward or backward. You only get- Oh, we talked about this. No time travel. Nope. Okay. This I'm going to put that this on hold, it. but okay. Go, 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 go. Anyway, time travel. Yep. I'm going to pretend that I don't have an issue with it. Just for this question. Okay, okay, just so for you can course. go. You can go forward or backwards. You you can okay. go for twenty four hours. So you can go anywhere you want to any point in time. Would you? Where are you gonna go? Oh my gosh. Okay, I would definitely not go into my own life. Okay, so that's like my rule because I don't want to mess with what my life has become. I would probably. I think I might want to go. Oh, my gosh. You've got the whole universe. You could have prepped me on this. <laughs> mm, no, this is what makes it fun. Can't any have prep. Anytime, any place. I definitely wouldn't want to do future because I don't know what's there and I might be upset. And it would be cool. It would be kind of cool to go into the future. But what if you go too far into the future oh, and the world's not even there and oh you can't go back because you've gone to, like, empty space? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I know. I couldn't do that. That would depress me. Um. So I'd have to be sometime in the past. The past is a pretty volatile place. So I'd probably want to go to um, maybe some kind of, oh, I'd love like, <laughs> this isn't because I'm helping my son study <laughs> <laughs> Germany between 1918 and 1945, but I would love to go to like those post-war celebrations when everyone was full of joy and they really because that world war ii was like the clearest war of all time where people knew wrong and right and winning that and those celebrations and people being reunited i would love to just absorb that atmosphere and i love big band music so yeah i'd, I'd like to go to some kind of celebration for that yeah awesome. is that, that weird nah. yeah <laughs> other that's, people want to like sit down and talk to Einstein or something. I want. I just want to bored with me. I want to go back and see dinosaurs. That's my thing. Would you? They eat you. Yeah, that's that's a thing that I have to worry about. But if, if that's a great story that no one will hear. How I got ate by a dinosaur. Yeah, but you might get stuck and start a cheesy 1970s TV series that goes into a remake. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth it, man. Don't Land do dinosaurs. Is that what? It, wait, Land of the Lost. Is that what it's called? Yeah. 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 Yes. Don't go there. Okay. Do you have another question for me that I might be better at? Um, yeah. What was your very first job? W-2 form job, not like babysitting, like an actual paying job. Ooh, I know. It was at uh, Vaughn's Supermarket in Visalia, and I was raising money to go on a choir trip to Utah to sing with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. They invited our school because we were like this mega, mega choir. And uh, shout out to Mount Whitney High School. And my first job was sampling, not like sampling myself, but assisting people in sampling a new seedless grape. <laughs> really? Yeah, you know those women or men who stand there and offer you free food and you always take it because it's free? Yeah. <laughs> Why? You'd never eat it if someone offered you it at home, but it's free, you'll eat it in public. Um, but grapes, people were happy to eat. Yeah, and Costco. I, we used to go to Costco and just go around to the sample places yeah, and just eat lunch. Yeah, you got early to get all those. Go early. They have Costco here. 
and it's just like a little slice of home. They have huge, great parking spaces. You think British people don't drive cars that big. (laughs) (laughs) So you never crash into other cars and not like I do that normally. That sounds great because, you know, everyone's like half the people park crooked are too close to one line and it's always a shit fest. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not at Costco. Costco, if you want to feel a little Americana, go to Costco. Uh, yeah, awesome. Okay, uh, let's see. If you, Jules, legitly saw um, a UFO land. Okay. My parents did, but okay. If you, but you, if you saw this, you were outside, everyone else is inside sleeping, it's late, UFO lands, little alien guy gets out, sees you, gets spooked, gets back in, takes off. Are you going to tell anybody? Are you going to tell gonna- anybody? I'm going to tell everybody, everybody. Yeah, there's no way that's happening in my backyard and people aren't going to know about it, definitely. Mm. Even if they thought I was a total loon. I think a lot of people think I already am. So for those people, they just go, oh, isn't she being funny? And uh, yeah, I would definitely, because I would want a scientific team there. We'd do the whole ET tent thing and maybe they'd (laughs) mow my lawn for a while because I really need some assistance in my backyard. Um, so it might actually, (laughs) yeah, just do crop circles, land right here. Yeah. Yep. Hey, pull it over. Just do crop circles right here on this yard. This yard only. Yes. I want some (laughs) investigations. So long as you're gardening at the same time. Um, yeah. So that I would definitely tell people my mom and dad had a, a terrestrial experience. Now, if you, if you know my mom, she is the actress side of me and you might say, well, she's very dramatic she could have made this up um, or imagined it. She does have a vivid imagination. But if you know my dad, you'd say, no, he's like science brain, very uh, logical, not quite Spock. You know, he's emotional as well. But yeah, he's on the logic side of that spectrum. And they were driving along and something came up to them on the road, a light, and went up over their vehicle and went off. Truly, truly. Now, my dad said it might have been some kind of testing because they, you know, in the deserts in California, they do a lot of different crazy testing. But, um, yeah. Hello? Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't. Oh, good. Sorry, my screen has just gone blank. (laughs) I've gone in the dark. It made me think the aliens found out about me and turned off my electricity. <laughs> they told you not to talk about us ever. We told your mother the same thing she told you. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't easily startle. <laughs> that was quite funny. Okay. I should just start talking right. alien verse. Hello, we have taken over the shot is now definitely bringing you guys. Oh, I wouldn't necessarily dissect them, but I wouldn't be opposed to it either. <laughs> I would like to make a baby with one. If it's a female, I'll make a baby and have a half alien son. Or daughter. To become a guardian in the future. And then I love that he went for him. He went for ego because you killed my mom and you smashed my, my Walkman. Oh, that was sad. That, that was sweet. Yeah. That was sad. You cannot smash Star-Lord's freaking <laughs> Walkman. Walkman. Come on. It's so yeah. vital to the story. Exactly. So. Kurt Russell, you punk. <laughs> and I wonder if they're going to be able to do that in reality. I was wondering with all these like Google glasses and stuff, will you be able to alter the age of people's faces like they're now doing in films all over the place? 
Oh yeah, you mean like Princess, you know Kurt Princess Russell Leia? at the beginning of the film? It was a, it was disturbing because he looked so genuine. Yeah, I heard it. Well, I heard from somebody. I never really researched it. That I, it was actually like a lot of makeup job, and it wasn't really CGI. But I'm I'm usually wrong oh. about things. So yeah, I mean, if it was, I want that makeup artist to like <laughs> live with me for the rest of my days. Yeah, <laughs> I just heard that on a podcast. It could be totally incorrect. So don't listen to me. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Here's a, here's yeah, a quick look, one, Jules. Ready? Check out all your rap, facts. Rap, rapid fire. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when I say horribly awkward podcast? Sean. Okay. Last one. <laughs> if they had a movie about my life, about Sean's life, and I hired you to pick the actor to play me, who would you, who would you pick? Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I would pick. I know you're looking at oh, my oh, I know, picture I know. right I now. I would pick. The guy, you know, in Suits, the guy who plays, um, not Harvey Specter, he plays the, you don't know what I'm talking about, do you? i never seen Suits, but I'm Googling it as you say. Okay, Google Suits, Harvey Specter's sidekick, the other, the other big guy in it. Harvey's, wanna... a Harvey's sidekick. Yeah, it, it's, I want to say Dave. Is it Dave? Is he Dave? Everyone seems to be Dave. Mm, 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 mm. No. Well, oh, I can't believe it. No, I remember this. Okay. My Googling skills are terrible. <laughs> they are. Come on. You're supposed to be better than me. Because I'm not there's, even. There's a Mike. I, there's a Mike Ross. Mike, Mike, Mike. Yeah, yeah. The guy who plays Mike in. Patrick in Adams. There you go. I'll take it. Patrick Adams. Yeah. Guy's way more hunkier than I am, so I'll take it. He does. He he has that kind of awkwardness about him, and he's genuine and he's nice, and he's cute. Yeah, I'd have him play you. Sweet. You're looking at my little purple picture right now on Skype. I know, and that's like Timothy <laughs> McVeigh. I need to change you look that. Look a lot older on that one. Yeah. I must admit, I had a little shockeroonie when I actually saw you because I thought, oh, you're. I thought you were like. Yeah, I needed our art sixty or something. I needed podcast art a long time ago. My friends like I threw this cool filter on your picture, and I was like, oh, cool. I just, I just too lazy to fix it. I'll, I'll fix it. I look like Timothy McVeigh. I look like I'm on a wanted poster. Well, it's kind of nice in that it gives you that mystery. Yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> totally serious. It doesn't get that. That photo is like completely the opposite of any of my podcasting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what people like. Maybe they're attracted to that and they just can't be bothered to not like you anymore. <laughs> I'll take it. Anything that'll keep people around, I like yeah. it. Yeah. Dude, well, Jules, this has been this has been so much fun. It has been fun. I've really enjoyed this. And now my poor family, they're hiding. I don't even see them like in the windows. I thought oh. they'd be peeping in by now, but they're not. So oh, they are so cool. They you know, like, oh, Mom's doing something, something nerdy. Something nerdy. Let's give her some time. <laughs> I know. They tolerate me. <laughs> that's Because awesome. I feed them. That's so awesome. So yes. we'll get to the wrap up part of the podcast and we'll we'll get all your plugs and stuff right now. I just want to, before we do that, I just want to say thank you. This has been awesome. It's been wonderful for me too. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking plugs, like hair plugs, or what kind of plugs do I have? Hair plugs would be great for me because I got made all pattern baldness. <gasps> and I shed like a dog. Oh, I'll if take we some of your hair. Find our forces. Yes. I could never be a spy. But I have hair everywhere else in my body. Like I'm like a werewolf with a balding head. It's weird. Ah, and I'm I am like I said, the hairless Portuguese. <laughs> so <laughs> it's all on my head. 
and then it falls out and it's all over my floor. All right, let's That's a get... real life problem. So <laughs> let's avoid this. Let's get to the wrap up. I'm ready to wrap. Yo, yo. Hey, yo, Freeman. Yo, what's up, Iams? Dude, what's left to do? Come on, man. Wrap it up, son. Jules voices on Twitter starting now. Yeah, I'm there live. <laughs> you can find me. You can friend me. And then like, I don't know, maybe we'll, we'll start talking about important things in life. And that's, that's, that's my plugs. I don't know when I'm next going to a conference. I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. And if I, oh, actually this is Saturday. I can't tell you what I'm doing next week, but, um, yeah, just keep listening to horribly awkward. Cause he may be awkward, but he's really funny. What? I'll take it. So awesome. <laughs> and thank you. And I am so sending you zucchini bread. Oh, you're okay? going to send me? That yes. is on the list. That's been asterisked. And whenever something's asterisked on my list, it means that I have to do it. Well, asterisk so is like, it's like, that's like, that's has to happen. That asterisk right there. That's a to-do. What if you accidentally asterisk on something? You're just kind of like bored and you kind of scribbled an asterisk. Oh, shit. Not oh, I have no, to do that? No, I do not dole them out idly. <laughs> they are with purpose. <laughs> <laughs> they have meaning in my life, as do lists. Awesome. Well, everybody, the Horribly Awkward Podcast is a part of the Hush Your Face Network. If you don't know, go over to hushyourface.com. Check out all the other awesome shows like Random Ramblings with Rob Podcast. The Tavern Podcast, the Hush Your Face Podcast, the Horrible Gamers, the Nerdawells, Three is Comedy, Brand X, and the Robin Slim Show. So check out all those other shows. All my brothers right there. Check out my brothers, yo. Check them out. Yo, yo, yo. I'm yeah. liking your bro. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never hire me for that. <laughs> yo, bro, yo. Hey, yo. Oh, yo, yo, that's, that's my bro, so you, you bet... Oh, yeah, uh, bro, homies. bro, homie, homie, man. You, well, you don't even lift, bro. You, you claim you lift? <laughs> what you lift? What you lift, homeboy? I lift five pounds of sugar when I'm baking. <laughs> That's a lot of sugar. <laughs> um, you can find the Horribly Awkward Podcast on Twitter at awkward underscore podcast, as well as uh, at they call me Iams. That's my other personal little secret hiding Twitter. Find it. And they call me Iams is also my gamer tag. If you guys want to play video games, on um, on PS4, on Xbox, on PC. I'm on Switch, but it's weird. It's got like this code, friend code thing, and I don't know what it is. But if you find me on Twitter and ask, I will gladly give it to you. I think I have like three friends on uh, on, on the Nintendo Switch. I need more. They call me I am. Was that like a reference to being God? <laughs> I, 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 I am. I A M S, just like the dog food. Oh, I didn't add for them. <laughs> they paid for a lot of my clothes. On IMs, yeah. When I was young, when I was a teenager and destructive, I was a tagger. I thought I was a rebel. And uh, and I, I used IMs. Like, my mom had this little dry erase board on the fridge, and I would, like, it was an IMs one. And then I'd, like, color around the word IMs and give it shadows. And be, and then eventually I became, like, my little tagger word. And then it became my nickname. Then it became my gamer tag. And it became all that stuff. Oh my gosh, all from some dog food. And I thought you were like going for divinity status. Yeah, Moses, just tell him I am, I am. <laughs> yeah, Moses, wow. they call me I am. <laughs> that is an ego trip. But, okay, I'm yeah. much more comfortable with the dog food. I am not God. I am not <laughs> God. Okay, I'll, I'll admit it right here. 
If you guys want to send me an email, you can at horriblyawkwardpodcast at gmail.com. You can send me a voicemail at 510-600-3475. Send me a voicemail about anything. Just send them away. Uh, if, you, if you're good at hunting, you can find my Instagram and my Facebook and my YouTube. But if you're not good at hunting, you will not find them. <laughs> <laughs> but look for them. I'm going to go me a hunting. Jules, did you learn anything on this on today's podcast? Yes, that you need to eat zucchini bread and go to the snow. I am so down for zucchini bread, and I learned that. Uh, I I learned that you have have to wear very quiet clothes when you're when you're recording, and I never really yes. took that into consideration. And you have to dance with your feet still on the dance floor. Yeah, I can't. I don't dance. I just pull up my pants and do the rock away. I lean back. <laughs> See, you'd be a perfect voice back. artist for that. Learn to read, and you're halfway there. Let me do a voice. <clears throat> I can do the Smeagol voice. Hey, Smeagols, you and I my master. You and I my master. Is that my precious? My precious. Oh, yes. That's a good voice, that is. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good voice, that is. Wait, what is that? Why is that not clicking in my head? <laughs> it's supposed to be Yoda. <laughs> Yoda, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I like this flew over my head. That's a good voice, that is. Sean, that's awkward as I didn't awkward. do it well enough. Awkward as podcast. No, it, it, it sounded, actually, it sounded pretty good. I just, it didn't click in my head. I'm, I told you I'm slow. Backtrack, backtrack. Uh, let's start that over. Uh, let me hear your best Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it now. Yoda never smiles. <laughs> Thanks, Jules. This has been a pleasure. Mine. Definitely mine. As Gidget would say. Peace out, Brussels sprouts. Hey, it's the S to the M and the L to the Issa. Slammer games in the house, so drop your listen. Poor with glee, backward cock flash. Merrily sock, bird telling cat. Destiny doctor down cat. Callously squandered lamb. Heavenly slaughtered broadcast. It's the horribly awkward podcast. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had Cheetos in years, and when I did with the sriracha, ah, it was a little uncomfortable. But it's okay. It's okay now. I'm all right. I'm all right. And we also talk about when you have bed bugs, how it's proper to just take some tape backwards, wrap it around the bottom of your bedpost, so when those little suckers come free in the night, they get stuck on the bedposts. Yes, yes. It does put off any lovers because they get stuck as well. But, you know, we could get into the detail of that later. All this and more on this week's episode of Horribly Awkward. Alrighty. And I actually did that. One time I had bed bugs. Freaked me the hell out, right? And I I, I started putting tape backwards on, on the bottom of my post uh, of my futon. And I, oh, it was scary. Do they climb up the posts? They climb everywhere. Uh, it, it was like the scariest thing ever because they nest. They make these nests underneath your mattress. And, and until you notice it, they just they come out at night and feed on your blood and then go back and then they poop out your blood all over the place. Oh my gosh. My, my mom had a little bed bug kind of psycho episode. So it's, in it's, our it's family, terrifying. it's a very sensitive subject. It's so terrifying. This happened to me like two years ago. <sighs> Lost 10 pounds and yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Now we do some something. What do we do? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do some improv. Okay, here's let's uh let's do some. Okay, I already done a bunch of uh, Mass Effect improv. So I have let's do let's do something with uh, Mirror's Edge. I love Mirror's okay. Edge. Okay. Okay. 
<sighs> I love Mirror's Edge. Oh, they, didn't, they didn't call you back for the second one. That sucks. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, the thing that was really weird is we were still kind of in communication and working on other projects together. So there was this funny, kind of, are you bringing me in? But then they went with the whole prequel thing and went, no. So I didn't. And that was, yeah. There, yeah. Fans talk about doing a another one that would restore the old faith. And I really like that idea. I'm sure. I, I, I love Mirror's <laughs> Edge. I, I think those games are so fun. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I, give, it, give it to me anyway. I don't care how, how they get it. Get it. Um, okay. So let's do that. You, you'll be fa- Okay. Let's do that. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, quick idea. Oh, I got ideas. Okay. I got ideas ready. Okay. Okay. Joel, this is what I need. You. Okay. This is what we're going to do. Okay, I'm ready. We're going to do your your faith. I am you're training me. I'm a new guy. Uh, we're on top of buildings. You're trying to but I lied on my application and I I am afraid of heights. So, let's go from there. <laughs> okay. This is this, this is a good idea. This is going to be awesome. All right, Jules, do this. Say horribly awkward improv action. Oh yeah, that's a horribly awkward show. <laughs> 